0: Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast, Kevin A.C., Padres beat writer for the Union Tribune, Jay Poser, sports editor for the Union Tribune. Jay, there's two tunes that I hear in my head, and one of them is the Hot Lava Podcast in production music. I hear it in my head all the time. The other is when you walk into a hotel room at a Marriott property, the TV is on, and they play the same classical music on there over and over. And I usually leave it on for about four or five hours, um, and so I have uh, that in my head too. But I always wonder why I have music in my head. And the Hot Lava Podcast, way to go, John Kelly. Jay, I just uh, decided to waste a half of, uh, of a minute talking about that because I don't know what else to talk about with this team. Uh, <laughs>
1: I, no. I thought you were. I honestly <laughs> thought you were going to say that that you had "I Got You, Babe" in your head because that's the song in Groundhog Day. And uh, oh, that's very that's clever. It feels like we're living that in the last what three weeks or so. Although, I, I mean, we do have to point out the Padres did win a baseball game over the weekend. Um, It was very impressive, very impressive aspects. Mm -hmm. It was was impressive, and yet uh, it was also easy not to get carried away with it because they scored three runs off a minor league pitcher in the second inning, and then they never scored an earned run again the rest of the game. So it was kind of like we've talked about before, where they they have these innings where they bust out and then they disappear, and that's pretty much what happened, and I've kind of lost count. I didn't think at all about the Padres, almost not at all about the Padres yesterday, but I kind of lost count of, of the stat that I had, which is that they have only scored an earned run in oh. three of their last, it's either 41 or 44 innings now. Can't remember if I had added, w- w- if I forgot to add the three or not, but but basically going back to the to the Dodgers series, this team does not score runs. And you know, I know you, you wrote today at, well-researched and good story about the pitching staff is, and we get to this is sort of rounding, getting rounded back into form a little bit. And they're expecting Chris Paddock, obviously back to start tonight. And I, I was struck by one thing in there though, about how the offense. And again, you talk to these guys and I don't, so I I don't, I don't want to call them whining if they weren't whining, but it sounded a little bit like they were whining, like, well, we're behind in games. Okay. So you're behind in games. So catch up. Um, yeah. You know, being down two nothing or three nothing or three one or whatever, you know, number one, you could score early, which doesn't happen often. And number two, score some runs. And right now, this team is not scoring runs. And they didn't score against the Dodgers, which is like, okay, the Dodgers have some pretty good pitchers. They didn't score against the Angels. No. So the Angels don't have very many good pitchers and their best pitcher didn't play. and And Ryan Weathers almost became the most hated man in baseball uh the other night when he hit Shohei Ohtani but it seems like Ohtani's okay thankfully so that that's kind of where i was struck at the at the start yeah. of all this uh today
0: absolutely look they weren't whining okay and that was i think i put the word reluctantly or maybe i took it out cuz i'm like well that doesn't really make sense or i don't know but they they reluctantly acknowledged that yeah you know that does not help and the pitchers mm-hmm. acknowledge it too like right. you are down 3 nothing 4 nothing 5 nothing it, it's like you're especially at four or five nothing, right? right remember, yeah, I agree. Remember when Joe Musgrove went, um, what did he do? Did he allow three in the first or something like that? Or it was three runs he allowed early in the game. And he shut it down there and was basically perfect the rest of the game. And right. everyone talked about that night. That was so huge because 3 nothing is one thing and 5 nothing is another. Absolutely. And, and, and look, so it's not whining. I, I, I understand that's one of our things with print where we sometimes have to go out of our way to make it sound like. And so I just tried to put it down in the story because it's not. It's not the issue. For God's sake, they could score in the first inning. Right. I mean, come on. Right. Uh, and I don't have the earned run stat, and I, I didn't update it the last couple nights. Um, but I, I have been keeping track of how many innings they score in. And let's just suffice it to say that that game on Saturday was absolutely typical of the Padres, gosh, almost all season, but especially lately, where they'll score and say the second and the fourth, and that's it. And it's not just like one run. Look, the other night um, they they scored two to get back into it at 3-2, and then, you know, the bullpen kind of fell apart that night. Um, And um, that was it. And, 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 or they'll score four runs in an inning. You're like, oh, they got this, they got this pitcher wired. Um, This bullpen stinks. And then they don't do anything the rest of the game. Batting 180, hold on. It is 189 over this 16 game stretch in which they're three and 13. They're getting on base at like uh, 277 pace. Um, Right. They, they, uh, here's what struck me in the story that I wrote about the pitchers had they thrown 16 quality starts? they definitely would have lost six of those because the offense only scored two runs. Right. And then there were another four games where they scored three runs. So I don't know would we, you know, if the bill pit had been perfect, we would have gone to extra innings in those games. So that's remarkable. So as bad as the starting pitching has been, they could have been pretty darn good. Basically almost anyone but the angels and um, there were a couple other teams. The Yankees have been pitching very well lately. Um, And, with the way the offense is going, they would have they would barely be above 500
1: uh, over the last 16 games. Yeah, and the earned runs I think only took into account there was one inning in the Angels game where yeah. the, the their shortstop Iglesias threw the ball around a couple times, uh, led to a couple runs, and then I think one of the well, I guess the, the Tatis home run was an earned run. Obviously, he drove in an unearned run, but so it's really been. I mean, they've only scored in four or five innings out of. Uh, uh, out of all these innings and it's you know and it was it was pretty much an entire week i mean it was five games and um I, I think they i think I did it from not counting the runs they scored early tuesday night i think against the dodgers but whatever it is as you said the offense you know 189 on base percentage under 280 i mean that that's just that's just bad that's bad baseball and it's not and you're not going to be able to there's no way you're going to be able to win. Um, I mean, look how they've won three. What is it? Three and 13. Mm -hmm. And look how lucky they were to win at least one of the lucky to win one of those games. Uh, You know, the Cronenworth home run saved them at the, uh, at the end. But that's the thing is they, they have been playing bad baseball. We've talked about, we've talked about that. They've not been playing winning baseball. And look, I know they, they have no choice, but to say, we talked about this before too, no choice, but to say, yeah, it's going to turn around, but so far it's not showing any signs now we'll see you know they're in they had a day off yesterday extremely rare sunday game i don't know if it was the first sunday off in their history or not i know that i did see the angels had said they had never had a sunday scheduled game off in their 60 years or whatever
0: this was the padre's second in five years
1: so okay four years so, anyway. so it's a little bit different for them, but they had a day off. Now they go play Arizona, which we've talked about before. Worst team in the National League, what, 44 and 88, I think, was the number yes. that, that I saw. And throwing a pitcher tonight in Tyler Gilbert, who I believe last time you were over there in that, probably in that same hotel room um, or or <laughs> very similar one with similar wallpaper. Tyler Gilbert started his first major league game and he threw a no hitter. So, what did the Padres learn from that? Obviously, they didn't make any adjustments in the game that night, although they, we know they hit some balls hard.
0: Let me say but about that, Jay.
1: Let's Let me see say about
0: happens. that. And look, the kid no-hit him, and no one could believe it, all right? yeah, um, Including the kid, no doubt. They hit 10 balls at 95 miles an hour or higher. Now, that's right. just about average, okay? They, they've had games, they've had plenty of games they've had, 20, 18, 17. But 10 balls higher than – uh or, or 95 miles an hour or harder exit velocity in only one of the other 14 games in which they hit that many balls that hard mm-hmm. did they have fewer than four hits they had three hits in one of those right their average on those balls in the other 14 games was 570 jay mm-hmm. so they hit zero 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 that night right. that was maybe one of the luckier no hitters you're ever going to throw but but you know what over the course of the next 15 games, the Padres were no hit for a 10-inning span by the Dodgers, one right. hit for eight and two-thirds innings by Aaron Nola. This is, that is not to say that the Padres didn't deserve to get no hit that night or they're not a bad offensive team, but Tyler Gilbert could very well get crushed tonight by the Padres if they or, have the same approach.
1: Right, I was going to say, or Tyler Gilbert is in the position where he's like, okay, I threw a no-hitter, but I got to make adjustments because look at all these balls that were – that were hit hard and he comes out different we'll we'll see obviously this is another series and they're pretty much out of series at this point i think this is the last one where they play a bad team and the rest of the time they're playing the dodgers the giants the astros this weekend i think have the best offense in baseball um the the braves the cardinals i mean there are no other teams on the schedule after this week that the padres can "Quote unquote," take advantage of not that they've taken advantage of uh, those uh, of those kind of teams because they just you know they haven't done it against Arizona they haven't done it against a lot of teams including the Angels.
0: Here's the uh, team they dominated the team the- ahead of them in the wild card race.
1: Yeah, and and then that's the one team, and that was you know, and they don't get to play them again, which may be a good thing anyway because I who knows, but I, I don't know. I we've given up in trying to say, well, they got a bad team, so they're going to take advantage. I'm just saying, this is the last bad team that is on their schedule. And so if they're ever going to to have one more they've got one more shot to take advantage of a bad team
0: back Sorry. in my but. day jay when i covered the uh dodgers and then the angels a day like yesterday would have involved a, a fist fight by the pool and a whole bunch of beer and they would have you know <laughs> and then the next day they would have come out and had scored 18 runs and said it was because they loosened up i don't think that's what the padres did yesterday at their scottsdale hotel um so we'll, we'll, we'll see but they they definitely got to loosen up and and there's is it Adam Frazier? Is he going to play? Is this this is a guy, you know, uh, is it going to still be Jurickson Profar? Is is uh, Eric Hosmer, who's sort of cooled off? Is he going to sit down now? What are you going to do with Tommy Pham and Will Myers? Like, I don't even know where to start with with this offense. I mean, Manny Machado, uh, Jake Cronenworth and Fernando Tatis Jr. have for the first time cold, all of them. This team's problem is that they haven't had enough good hitters hot at the same time. But now you got your uh, three guys that you count on, not exactly tearing it up over the last couple weeks. Uh, uh, Yeah. What else can they say, but it'll get better?
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, they're not going to say, well, we're just giving up and, and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Although I know there's people out there who think they have. Um, But I I, I think the, I, I did mention on here, I think a week or so ago, that. You know, we needed to see more Profar just because there was a guy that's coming back, and we've talked many times about how important he is to the team, and they need to find a spot for him in the lineup. And wherever that is, whether he's going to play first base or second base or or left field or right field, um, I think Profar needs to be in the lineup right now. Do you give up on Adam Frazier? I don't know. I mean, I certainly have. I I just haven't seen anything. There's no indication, and even if you look back at Adam if, if you look back at Frazier's numbers with Pittsburgh, I mean, his exit velocity numbers were way down. I mean, it just seemed, the whole thing just seemed like a fluky, if you could be a fluky 320 hitter or whatever, he seemed like kind of a fluky 320 hitter. And he hasn't, he, it's not like he's hitting in bad luck. No, would say He's not hitting here. in bad luck with the Padres. He doesn't hit the ball hard. You know, guys at times, I mean, Tommy Pham crushed a ball the other night that was caught. There are guys that hit the ball hard. And have been unlucky. I, I don't think you would say that about Frazier. I think Profar definitely needs to be in the lineup somewhere. You know, I, I still think Myers should always be in the lineup as long as he's healthy enough to play. He's got a, his track record to me is better than, you know, than anyone else's. I know, you know, Tommy Pham, you wrote about him over the weekend and he said, you know, my resume speaks for itself. And my first thought was, it does, but it's almost like you have two different resumes. You have your pre Padre resume. Which was really, really good. And you have your Padre oh. resume, which hasn't been quite as good. And certainly not up to the to the standard that he set uh you know before coming to San Diego.
0: Well, he wants to take his resume into his next job
1: without it being updated with his last employer. <laughs> right. right. Right, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah. anyway, that, I I would like to see Myers and Profar in the lineup. Whatever that means for other guys, who's to say? But you're the one thing they do need to do, and, and if and if we can and if there's something to fault Jace Tingler for other than you know the occasional strategical miscue, mistakes, screw-ups, whatever you want to call them, he and the staff have not, and 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 I'll put the leadership of the team in this as well, because we've heard about how they have this great veteran leadership. No one has found a way to get this team to loosen up. And they seem to be squeezing the life out of the bats right now. And, you know, you know, as well as anyone, you're not going to have much success if you're trying too hard. And it seems like that's what they're doing. And they haven't found a way to loosen up. And I, I don't know what the answer is to that. But, you know, it doesn't seem like it's happened. This Hot Lava Padres podcast
0: segment is brought to you by Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Located in Escondido and serving the San Diego community for over 60 years
2: who has the best deals in the auto game it's got to be jack powell chrysler dodge jeep ram the auto all-stars right now lease a new 2021 ram 1500 warlock edition jeep grand cherokee laredo or jeep renegade latitude for only 198 bucks a month or zero percent apr and no payments for 90 days head to jack powell chrysler dodge jeep ram in escondido san diego where we make shopping easy find these deals during the make this the summer event today
0: obviously I'm asking about it and I'm looking into it and I, I, am not going to go off half cocked and, and, and throw out some of the theories that, that are internal um, or mm-hmm. that even people from around the league have um, uh, about what's happening there, about the leadership. Um, but it'll all be in the obituary. Uh, if uh, <laughs> and in particular, it will be in the obituary if they don't make the playoffs and maybe right. that will come before they are officially, you know, before they officially don't have a pulse. Um, but uh as of now, they're they're still what they're a game they're two games out with two innings to go against the Braves to close out that victory. And um, I would say if there's one thing that you can be positive or or I'm sorry, not positive, optimistic about is that the bullpen would hold a uh, a lead for for a couple innings. But we're not going to count that one. But it is right. interesting that they do have that game there. Um, but you man. There is nothing after this, and they don't play well at Chase Field. So I, I understand that everybody's kind of uh, in this mire. Heck, I have to fight when I'm trying to evaluate things, and I got all my little stats here and everything. I have to fight to not get in this moment, because I honestly feel like they're never going to win again. Um, so right. Right.
2: I got to go, and okay, yet, wait.
1: <laughs> and yet they're, they're one game behind the Reds in the loss column. Yeah. and. You know, and as you said, they've got this one win that's sort of hanging out there as yep. as as a possibility. So as the game and a half that they're right there behind. But they are, they are one game back in the loss column. But St. Louis is one game behind them in the loss column. And so, I meant to look that know, up, how often they play a, each other. Right. Yeah. And so even though there's a, you know, a quote, two game gap there in the standings, it's it's one in the lost column and and Philadelphia is only one more game behind there so this really is a four team race for one spot if you if you really look at it. I mean I I think the the Phillies are three games behind uh the Reds in the lost column to me that's a they're in this thing with 30 whatever it is to go so oh my gosh um, yes it's it's four teams and you know the the only team the Padres play out of those teams is the three against the Cardinals um I believe that's right. If only the, the, the Cardinals don't come we, here. We
0: thought that the schedule makers, you know, had done it right. And here was the Padres <laughs> were going to be battling those teams fate head to head, the Dodgers yeah. and the Giants. They messed up. They should have had the Padres playing the Phillies, <laughs> Cardinals, and Reds at the end for the wild card. Yeah. Come on.
1: I know, I know. So, um, so it's still, as as Tom Kraswick wrote today, it's still out there for mm-hmm. this team. But we've been saying that for a few weeks now, it's still out there to be. You know, to be grabbed and, and, uh, you know, the, you still have to note the Reds still have a scheduling, uh, still have a scheduling advantage. They did right.
0: lose two or three to the Marlins on uh, right. this weekend. So, exactly.
1: They do have the Pirates a bunch of games. So uh, let's, Jay, still coming with the Pirates.
0: Jay, t- uh, speaking of things that we've been saying all year and, and saying, oh, it has to get better and stuff. It would seem a legitimate reason for optimism is the starting the starting rotation. Look, Chris Paddock had thrown uh, – he threw a quality start. It was six innings, three runs. In his last start before, uh, you know, straining his oblique, he'd thrown five shutout innings before that. Blake Snell, uh, it's a 2 ERA over his last five starts, all of those in August. Hugh Darvish came back, and look, whatever. Uh, that was a pretty decent start. I'm a little concerned that the back was still bothering him, but he went six innings, had one bad inning in there, Um and, and so there's reason for optimism. You've got a bunch of off days. That's going to help the starters. It's going to help you limit how much you use Jake Arietta. You don't have to use Ryan Weathers anymore at all. Uh, it's going to help the bullpen. That would seem to be reason for optimism. That said, there have been times before where things looked good for the starters. One thing that's different, Blake Snell has had a sustained stretch of
1: good starts. He is. The one thing I was going to say is on the other side of that is, Chris Paddock has been lit up by the Diamondbacks this year um, and allowed almost a run per inning against Arizona. And Blake Snell has not been a good pitcher on the road. So <laughs> there's, you know, <laughs> no, so, no, no. There, so there's two, there's two things right there. So we'll see. I mean, I, obviously you'd rather have Paddock and Snell pitching, you know, than Arietta and, and a bullpen game or something, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. But at this point, you know, you're correct. And and then they get into, um, you know, and then they get into a situation where you've got um, a lot of, you know, you've got three yeah. off days in a week, basically three off days out of eight uh, after the Arizona series. So we'll see what how things get lined up there. I guess they do have the two. I, I said they don't play any bad teams. I don't know if the Angels are a bad team. Let's call them a mediocre team. They do have the two with the Angels next week that I forgot about. But but then they have that the long trip to L.A., San Francisco, and St. Louis. We'll talk about that as it gets here. But, I mean, that really seems like a make-or-break. It's going to come down to if, if they're not broken by then, completely broken by then, it seems like that could be a make-or-break trip. But they do have eight games to play, you know, before that, three against Arizona, three against Houston, two against the Angels. Off days are mixed in there, so... We'll see how things get get lined up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I as I go over the schedule, and I had to do that um, uh, <laughs> yesterday for some reason. Uh, my, <laughs> my all my reservations weren't all set. I, had, I, was, I was checking stuff. I'm like, man, it it still seems like there's a long way to go. It you yeah. know like thirty games. There just still seems like there's a long way to go, and that helped me put it in perspective. That you know this one game back in the loss column and and all that. Uh, that's you. So that perspective is so big to me because it seems like we've really lost that um, in in the world today.
2: Who has the best deals in the auto game? It's got to be Jack Powell, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, the auto all-stars. Right now, lease a new 2021 Ram 1500 Warlock Edition jeep grand cherokee laredo or jeep renegade latitude for only 198 bucks a month or zero percent apr and no payments for 90 days head to jack powell chrysler dodge jeep ram and escondido san diego where we make shopping easy find these deals during the make this the summer event today
0: part of that perspective though is the 189 batting average over the last 16 games and and all that but Nonetheless, there still is a long way to go. And, yeah. and no, if so- you're
1: if if you're gonna hang your hat on something, it's there's you <laughs> know thirty, what is it, thirty-one games or whatever it is um to play, yeah. and they're one game back in the loss column. So it's it's it is there, it's still there, despite three and thirteen. They're still very much in the in the running for this. But you know, at some point you gotta do better than 189 and 277 or whatever if it's gonna uh if it's if it's going to turn around,
0: uh, you'd like to see some others. I'd like to see the bullpen get a little more rest too. I'm not going to say that. I mean, there've been some real nice uh, outings by uh, Emilio Pagan. I know Pierce Johnson gave up a run the other night or whatever he gave up, but he's been really yeah. strong. Yeah, uh, Melanson I, I has looked give fantastic. Up Melanson, right. of course, he's the only guy getting rest because there's no save yeah. opportunities. <laughs> but but I will say that it it appears um, that there's some wear and tear on this bullpen. And um, let's just. A, let's just say, okay, they're going to make the playoffs. You're going to need this bullpen. So I really would like to see these guys get some, uh, be able to get the, the arms back, uh, you know, not feeling like rubber.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you, you know, Pierce Johnson gave up a couple of runs the other night. I looked, I think it's it, think his, his raised his season ERA to, I don't know, 2.8 or something like that, or two nine or something. I mean, he's still been really good. Look, guys are going to give up runs. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to run through the bullpen as often as the Padres do or any team. And and have every guy go out and throw a scoreless inning or or two every every time. So sometimes Pierce Johnson's gonna you know is gonna give up runs, but he's he's been good. Tim Hill seems to not have been quite as effective um, in recent weeks. That's but, a
0: guy stands out. Yeah. Um Austin Adams has had some rough ones. Uh, the other yeah, night was other uncharacteristic, ones. not in that he hit a pitcher, since he is <laughs> on his way to. Rem- I mean it blows your mind that he's within three of the uh, expansion era record for hit batters in a season. When those guys threw like 200 innings and he's at like 45, 45, what what he usually does is he hits a batter and then strikes out three. Well, sometimes, you know, putting runners on pace doesn't, <laughs> you know, doesn't yeah. allow you to escape. Uh, but he, he seems to have, uh, you know, run into some trouble lately. So I'm just, there's a couple of guys in there. You're like, Hey, it'd be great if, you know, the starters could uh,
1: do what they say they uh, are going to do. So, right. Yeah. There we are. Jay. All right. Well, Kevin, enjoy your, uh, enjoy your last visit to Phoenix uh, until uh, spring training. And we will see what happens over the next three days. You'll be back home on Friday and we'll talk about the, Astros coming to town.
0: I'm still having flashbacks to the Astrodome and the two extra inning games. It took five hours in the <laughs> middle of that a monster trip, but whew, thanks goodness be back in San
2: Diego. Thanks everybody.